Never had it so good. 101.1 radio. The best R&B and hip-hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. 
Talk Radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio, every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com.
but yet you can't give sick consent to sex until you're 18. But if you're married, you can do whatever this man wants you to do. And so we have these people preying on these children through the consent of their parents. And I have yet to meet any parent that believed that their child was mentally ready or prepared to get married under the age of 18. Some of them question whether they're mentally prepared or ready to get married over the age of 18. So why do we still have these antiquated rules on the books that would allow parents to sell their children to men and we know there's something up to it, that this is just not a normal process, but there are tens of thousands of children getting married to men over the age of 18 with the consent of their parents. I'm not sure I understand under what circumstances that would make any sense to me. Uh, Cheryl, what, what are your thoughts, you know, related when I read this story about this young lady being raped at eight? Good evening, and how's everyone? Good evening, and how's everyone doing this evening? Um, I didn't even really know that this was, you know, on the books. I mean, that this was doable because, just like you said, you know, we um, wonder about the maturity level of an eighteen-year-old. Nevertheless, to say a ten-year-old, and I mean. At that age, being raped, you know, that's traumatizing. I mean, it's traumatizing to any age being raped, but to a 10-year-old, and, I mean, the level of understanding. And who would think that a parent would sign off on this? I mean, I just, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to read the article until really up until the time, so I didn't reread it, but um, it was just, I mean, it was unbelievable. I just didn't really realize that a parent would do such a thing, but um, I could imagine, you know, stories that this woman has to tell today and all of the things that she's been through, but I applaud her that she's come out, you know, in spite of all the things that she's been through and not only that want to make a difference and again like I said I really applaud her and I'm you know and I'm really um proud of her um you know would back up this if um because like I said I didn't even know this was still going on so it's, it's really a shocker it's really a shocker but um yeah that's pretty much um, what I think of this, you know, right now. Well, Cheryl, it was just unbelievable. She is now 50-some years of age, and she's trying to get the law changed in Florida. And, again, I'm saying what kind of parent could come to the conclusion that her child under the age of 16 was prepared to get married. And so here you are looking at the situation and they're saying that it happens in the in our country uh, often. I mean, when you think of 20,000 or so 
that is a lot of people uh, finding themselves under the age and being given the consent of their parents to get married. And I don't know of any parent that I've ever known that thought that was made sense. And whatever doesn't make sense to me either is a child can't give consent for sex, but they can give the consent to get married. Uh, so, uh, Joyce, what what are your, your thoughts? You know, I mean, this is uh, ludicrous. I know it's on the book, but look like these are some laws that could have been changed a long time ago when it's clear uh, that it's not in the best interest of children. When we are trying to 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 get rid of adults having sex with children, here you are allowing adults to marry children. Good afternoon. I didn't get a chance to read the article, so, uh, but I do know that there are a lot of laws that are on the books that really do need to be eradicated. There are laws still uh, slavery in some areas in, in the United States. Uh, that needs to be taken off the books. Uh, so uh, there are laws, too, where um, people can marry their own uh, blood. So there are a lot of laws that need to be changed. Um, and I, I think that, that that's what needs to happen. Uh, we need to readdress a lot of the, the laws that are written on the books and uh, because they do not um, they do not fit in today's society and today's world. I'm surprised that when when you start talking, I'm surprised that's in Florida. I really thought it was in Utah in a Mormon state. But uh, I didn't get a chance to read the article, but I do know that um, some of the laws are the most stupid laws. We have some silly, crazy laws that are still on the books here in Arizona. And I think that's in every state, and they really do need to uh, be readdressed and be removed. It just seems senseless to me that in most cases, I'm always willing to believe that there's some kind of financial gain for a parent that would allow their young child to get married. I mean, you can't sit and tell me that it's some influence above just having your child leave home that would allow you to give that kind of consent. And again, if your child can't consent to sex, how can your child consent to marriage where the person is going to be free to have sex with them anytime they please? So, D, you are a father and I'm a father. There is no way in the world my child before the age of 18, and certainly even after the age of 18, thought it would have been a spot for her to get married before she finished college. And certainly having all these kids uh, find themselves in the situation. And this particular girl, actually, they forced her to marry her rapist. Uh, good evening, everybody. Um, uh, it's a, a dis- despicable trait and custom that, that, that we're witnessing here. And I say a custom because... Uh, Let's go back to uh, – there's two cases I want to bring to court. Uh, the most popular uh, will be the R. Kelly case. Um, you know, uh, the parents feel, especially if they feel that there's enough financial gain to be had, will sell their children off. 
uh, the first young lady that R. Kelly was implicated in uh, having a, a sexual affair with, with the R. Kelly tape and all that, the the the, the parents loaned R. Kelly that girl. Um, and he, in return, used her for sexual favors and also for sexual entertainment for whomever he felt was necessary that he could entertain with a young with a young girl of that age. Um, recently, uh, he has been sued again, or he had been accused again. I don't know whether it ever fell, fell through by another another young lady that was given to him by her parents in, in under the pretense that he could further her career in in the R and B um market. Uh as it turned out, she tanked out and was not um was not given the the pursuit of a career that she was that they as a family was promised. And so the slick daddy wanted wanted to sue R. Kelly for uh for breach of uh, of contract. And promised. Another case I want to bring to to, to the forefront real 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 quick is the uh, is the Roy Roy Moore incident. Uh, notice he he implied that he always asked for the consent of the parent before he dated uh, young ladies of that age that would have been have been implicated. Now uh, the state of Alabama has just changed the. Uh, legal consent law to age 16, but for some time it, the, the age of consent was 14, and the reason I know that is because uh, about 20 years ago uh, there was a racket going on where um, uh, interested people from Africa wanted to get into the United States, and they would they would uh, they would market their children to men in Alabama. And in the uh, and with the intent to to marry off these young girls, age fourteen, to marry them off, and then they could come, and then the parents could come in under that visa that that Trump is trying to trying to hold back now on the under the family visa because your 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 child now is a is a is an American citizen citizen through marriage, so that practice is despicable, but it it is it has been allowed in, in a lot of cases, so. Um, I just want to bring that to, to the to, to the front, um, and that's all I have to say about that at this time. Now, you and I, every one of us knows that there was a time change, and we are aware that children were married off at an early age when we were dying at a lot younger age, and that children were going out in the fields where education, they were ending education at the 8th and ninth grade. And so we're aware that there was a time period when agriculture was uh, the career of choice and young girls were starting their families at 14 and 15 years of age. But since um, I know in the 60s and beyond, the year, the the we were not considered adults until 18. And I do realize that most of the southern states are the states that still have these antiquated laws on their books. But everybody, of all of us, realize that the parents that make these decisions are not making these decisions in the best interest 
of the child because they could I cannot imagine in what best interest it could be that you would give an adult male uh control over your daughter at the age of, of fourteen or younger. And even at the age of eighteen. And so I, I just you know, sometimes we we wanna believe that the uh so civilization has common sense, but it's obvious that it does not have common sense in this situation. If this lady is 53, that means that she's younger than I am, and therefore she had to be born after 1960. So why in the world could somebody give their daughter away at the age of 12? I just cannot imagine that, uh, Cheryl, that if you had to take care of that child uh, because she was pregnant and to give her to the rapist, uh, knowing that we know most marriages are not going to work, and certainly a marriage started at the age of 12 has no chance of of, of uh, becoming successful, how in the world can a parent with a conscience do something like that? You know, and that's a, that's a good question, how could a parent do such a thing like that? You know, because, you know, the average parent, and let me speak for myself, you know, I hate, you hate to see your daughter grow up because, you know, get 16, 17, because you know they're about to leave home pretty soon. And, you know, you don't, not saying that you don't look forward to them leaving home, but, you know, to to start a new adventure in life and stuff like that. And not that all of them leave at 18, but, you know, near that age, you know, you'd be thinking, oh, if I just had a few more years with them, I just had a few more years with them, you know. So I couldn't even begin to imagine as a mother. That would have never, you know, and even if my child was raped, I would have did everything that I could have to make sure she got the help she needed, you know, I would have taken on, taken over the responsibility of raising the child so that she could have had as much of a normal life as she possibly could after such a major ordeal, you know. But I couldn't even imagine not at all giving my child to the rapist. So, you know, we have to question the parent. The parent probably was not somebody that was stable. You know, the parent probably had their own reasons, whatever it could have been. It could have been that this could have been a much, much older person that offered them money, you know, offered them um, saying that I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that for your daughter, and may not have done all that they said, but what for whatever reason it could have been, no reason would have been good enough not to be the parent and take on that responsibility because it wasn't that this child went out here and had sex willingly. This child was raped, something that a person took control over her. And I would have definitely have been there for her so that she could have been able to pursue life as normal as she possibly could after something like this. 
couldn't even begin to imagine. And as I look at the story, it suggests that since twenty um, since twenty fourteen, there has been nearly sixty thousand marriages between the age of fifteen to seventeen. And so, I mean, you know, it, it is. You ask yourself, we one of the things that states in here, and we talk about it, is that. I remember when Tiger Woods won one of his uh, championships, and he was a millionaire, but yet he couldn't drink, and he couldn't go into the clubs where he had more money than most of the people in the um, in the gambling casino. But yet we will allow children under the age of 16 to get married, knowing that these people are ill-prepared to deal with what the uh, marriage a lot of adults are here prepared to deal with marriage so how in the world are we still allowing this happen in the in the 20th century uh george it just doesn't make any sense we talk about how much we love children and how we're out to protect children but this there's nothing in letting a parent give the her their consent is protecting this child from abuse that's true. Um, it, it should not be. I'm just. It's just sad to even hear about what has happened. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, Celine Dion was young when she got married. Uh, uh, her her husband dated, and there's such a, a gap differences there. That was very prevalent, but I'm surprised that it's still prevalent now in this day and age. Uh, it's really sad because you you're wondering what is going through the parent's mind and there we got to look at what it's all about. It's about greed. It's about money. It's about being materialistic and, and that's what, what it's all about and that's sad and it's very sick that uh, you put value, uh, those materialistic monetary things on humans and uh, it's just a form to me of slavery to be honest with you and uh, by being on the books it, it, it's giving a person a right to say that it's okay to do it, but uh, it's still wrong, and it's wrong in God's eyes. It's wrong, and it's just wrong. Period. It's just sad. It's really sick. Yeah, you know, as a society where we have already determined that children don't make the right choices, and we've limited what they can do until they turn 18, in some instances until they turn 21, and we we want to believe that somehow they're able and mentally prepared to do something like this. It just seems odd that we, some of the stuff just don't make sense. Like um, easy for our society to go back and correct some of these things and not allow a a parent to sell their child off as, as sex slaves because ultimately that's what it is. When you have a man who is trying to find a legal way to marry a child, that means that he is doing, it's, it's just lust. There is no other reason for it other than lust, uh, Cheryl, because that child has nothing they can bring to the table related to taking care of family. So all you have done is accepted another liability into your family 
and it's because you want to use them at, uh, at, at your pleasure. You know, you're so right, because what can a child that young offer, you know, other than just like you, um, I think Joyce just finished saying, a sex slave. I mean, you're here to do what I tell you to do. You're here to, um, when I you when I want to sleep with you, when I want to, you know, all of these things, you're going to do these things that I tell you to do. And that is being a slave to whatever he wants her to do, but also being a slave to sex as well. Because, you know, this child's body is not prepared for this. And, I mean, again, you know, she has been um, so brave to have gone through all of this and to come through. That's the big thing. Not only to go through it, but to come through all of this and now want to make a difference in life. So, you know, to me is that how this, first of all, you know, illegal, but I mean, he's considered as a criminal in my eyes because who would do something like this to a child and then, you know, want to make it legal by marrying the child but still, to me, it's a, he's a criminal. He's a criminal. Yeah, it is obvious that uh, there was some kind of pay-to-play situation that you are suggesting uh, that after you rape the child, that you somehow need to have some kind of permanent access to this child. And uh, that that is just ridiculous to think that you are going to be willing to do any good by this child. I mean, there's, there's nothing to say that you're going to treat this child in a fair and respectable manner when you've already disrespected her and her age by raping her. So uh, I don't even know, Joyce, how they could make it legal after what he did was illegal. And it just seems senseless that a judge or anybody of any intelligence would sit sit up there and okay that situation. I mean, uh, judges are supposed to uh, be able to outlaw something that they know is is uh, not in the best interest of a child. Well, you have to look and see who's having the authority and who has the power as far as the law. You know, the law is, is sometimes it's not what it, it should be. It doesn't represent who it should represent, and it's not fair. Uh, you know, there are bribes that are taken uh, daily uh, in in the law. You know, it's ridiculous. Uh, our whole system is just really messed up, really, when you take a look at it. Uh, it's really surprising about how we value our kids here in the United States. I think for us to be such a number one country and a richness or whatever, we really do not protect our kids the way that we should. This is in foster care. This is just in, uh, you know, uh, having babies, then, uh, you know, putting them in garbage cans or whatever. We just don't value life the way that we should, and particularly when we come to our youth. 
we need more people in programs who care and who can defend and who can go to bat to change these laws. We don't have no one to represent our kids to go to bat and, and, and look after our kids the way that they should, and it's really, really sad. And it's just so demeaning uh, to see. And when you look at this young lady, she's an African-American female. And, again, uh, I was wrong about her age. She's actually uh, 58. Uh, So she's one year older than me. But still, she grew up at a time when uh, 18, you know, we were sending young boys to war at 18, but we weren't allowing them to drink. So it is just asinine that we we have people in the 20th century who are still trying to figure out ways to get rid of their children and put them in the hands of pedophiles. And uh, it is just a crazy thing that thousands, that's a huge number. Uh, they said it's only a fraction of the number of people that get married, but that's a huge fraction, Cheryl, I would think, in this day and time. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, when you just was mentioning about um, how this is just so, I mean, I, I you know, it, I know that things are happening, but, you know, just like you said earlier about the judge, you know, they are there to protect us. Um, and our children are not being protected you know, having to go through something like this. And I'm just, you know, surprised that she's the first person to want to change this. But, you know, again, like you and Joyce both said, there's some payoff in it for the parents to do this. Because no parent without a payoff or other that is not mentally stable would do such a thing. I mean, no parents. And, I mean, nobody could have even offered me enough money to marry, to let my dad, daughter marry off to a racist or marry anyone at that age. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm still, you know, we we just got so much stuff that's going on today that we're not giving to everything, but I'm just glad that, um, you know, this lady is doing what she is doing and that she's coming out to make a difference. And that's what we talk about all the time, making a difference. You know, doing something puts the actions towards the things that we talk about on this show, you know, all the time. Or just make us aware of things that's going on that we weren't, you know, really aware of or even thought about. And, I mean, this child, just like you said, you know, at this age, you're not legal to do a whole lot of things. You make it legal for a child like this to get married. Yeah, this is just, this is mind-boggling to me. I guess y'all can tell. <laughs> and it, it is amazing that it should be either, even be something that should be discussed. I mean, it should be something our law, lawmakers come to a quick decision about because I can't, you can't figure out what reasonable person would use this law to their favor. Uh, Andre, we're talking about a situation of 
there's a 58-year-old woman in the state of Florida that's going through trying to get a new law enacted uh, that will not allow uh, children to get married under the age of 16. And actually, that could be moved up to 18 as far as I'm concerned. But she was raped at 8, pregnant at 10, and married at 11. And so here we're just talking about what in the world, what kind of parent and what kind of civilization allows a child to be victimized in this fashion. And it's stated that there are over 60,000 marriages from people from the age of 17 to 15. And, uh, and we talk about how young our children are when they're 18 and how vulnerable they are at 18. So how are we letting these children get married and victimized at uh, under the age of 16? Well, marvelous Monday to everyone. And if you remember, I think it was probably a, uh, um, a few weeks ago when the election was being held and, uh, and the guy running, um, you know, in certain states we talked about, the different ages, the young ages in which marriage is um, allowed. And so that's the reason why you see that number as high as it is. But I'm sure, like you say, the parents, from their perspective, I would venture to say that it's power uh, somewhere associated with it, it's some type of funding or something, uh, some status or something. Uh, It has to be some type of reason. But, you know, you would question why would someone – you know, put their child at risk like that. But I'm thinking that's the reason why we're seeing such a, a high number uh, for such a young age group, okay? And because right now people are putting marriage, people who have common sense are putting marriage off until almost the age of 30. And they're putting off children uh, uh, way later as well. And so why would we keep having these children being almost auctioned off uh, because of their parents giving their consent? A parent cannot give consent to a man violating a child outside of marriage, but they're going to be able to give consent for them to get married and be violated in the same fashion. Regina, uh, what what are your thoughts? Because I know South Carolina is one of those places too, uh, along with Florida, and Alabama, Tennessee, and a lot of these southern states where people can give consent for their children to be married at a very early age. Okay, hi, and you're asking what is my? Um... Well, I'm just. We have a black female who's 58 years old who's trying to champion a new law in the state of Florida to move uh, the consent for a child to marry beyond the age of 16. But she was Mm -hmm. married at the age of 12 um, when she was 11, excuse me, when she was 8, she got raped. She was pregnant by 10 and married by 11. And so uh, we gave out the, the there are over 60,000 children in America that have gotten married between the age of 17 and 15 in this, in, in this year of uh, 20, uh, up to 2004. 
so people are still using these antiquated laws to abuse children. Now, was when she was uh, married off, uh, her her parents. I'm wondering if if they wanted her. If it was a pre. They married her marriage? off to her rapist. They married her to her rapist. Wow. And this was in Florida. Right. Now, now I'm also wondering if. Um, religious religious beliefs trump uh, state law. So if uh, well, um, I don't believe anything trumps law, but this the law was that you could get married with the consent of your parents, and that that is state that is true for a lot of the southern states of this very moment that you can get married if your parents give consent. Right. That now and that that's the law here. That you know, if your parents give you consent then you can you can get married. Um I would not give my daughter consent to get married if she were, you know, under a certain age. I'd want her to be mentally prepared. Um, you know, it and I wouldn't even want would not have wanted her to get married at eighteen. But at that age, I would not have been able to do anything about it. Um, I just think there are certain certain things that we need to be that they need to know, or or you know, be mentally prepared for. I, I don't, and I, I totally agree with the lady in Florida trying to raise the the age of consent. Um, well, the stated that we know that a lot of children uh, in the 1940s and 1930s were married off because the uh, age, the, you know, people were not living as long as they're living now. And when agriculture changed, we changed um, the education for our kids. We started wanting our kids to be educated longer uh, back in those days kids got educated to the eighth or ninth grade and that was sufficient. Uh, but as our society grew, our laws changed and we wanted our kids to go to high school. So I'm trying to understand why did this antiquated law stay in place where you're allowing these children and in most cases, I don't think it's the children. I think they're being encouraged or demanded to get married for the benefit of their their family. And you're right. You're absolutely, absolutely right. Do you remember in The Color Purple where um, one of the characters was sold off? Well, not sold off, but married off at a very young age. And then they're able to, to reproduce and bring forth more workers especially if this was after slavery, they needed more workers hands-on, hands-on deck. But to see this happening in the 20th century is just purely ridiculous. I don't see how in the world the laws just weren't quickly changed. I mean, we know law changing laws have to go through a process, but at this day and time, we should have uh, 
grown to the point where this was something that would be automatic and and not have to be uh, taken through no long process. Well, I know that um, I know that someone on your program is going to mention it tonight. I'm sure, but there are a lot of antiquated laws that are still on the books that that nobody pays attention to. That if we paid attention to them, it, they it, they we would be shocked. You know, I, I know one is is a law about certain types of positions for sex here in South Carolina. That that is still on. It's very very much against the law. But who's to 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 um say you know to control that law? So it's well, very in this case, but it's very much on the books. But in this case, it's still being used by some sick people. That's the point. You're right. In oh. most cases, nobody's looking to uh, to prosecute anybody under those laws, but there's still people who are willing to use them for their own benefit. So, Cheryl, what you mm-hmm. have is a sick individual who sees what the law is and they'll give some kind of enticement uh, to the parent uh, to allow him to use this antiquated law. You're right. Um, And, like, you know, as we were talking, I didn't even know what the law was in the state of Louisiana. And as I'm looking, you know, is – the Louisiana restrict marriage to those 16 and older with parental consent. Now, here's again, a minor can get married under 16 with both the parents' consent. So, yeah, you know, um, and I guess, you know, in different states, it varies, and we need to be more up on the laws, but you know, just like this being able to be done in the state of Florida, I'm pretty sure, you know, it's for gain. Whatever the parent is gaining out of it. And, but I guess, you know, here again, I can't, but, you know, um, imagine, you know, doing this, selling my child, or doing whatever the gain is. To let my child go through this And I'm pretty sure we're going to start to hear More of the story And Hopefully she even do a book On it you know about her life And that way It will give us more insight To um, What was What caused the parents decision um, You know What all she went through And just to make us more aware, and like I said, you know, this why this show is so good and important because it's making us more aware of things that we don't even look into. You know, I never even thought about, you know, the age, um, the you know, and how it varies in different states. And even just like I'm not sure if it was Regina or Joyce who just said, you know, that um, there's so many old laws that's on the books that we don't even look up or we don't even know anything about it until a situation comes about and that's when we find out what the law is. And uh, Joyce, 
we know that any parent, you, you just think about um, how many uh, people you know and I know and all of us who are on this show knows and uh, how people were going to college and even people who didn't go to college, but they weren't getting married until they were in their 20s and, and parents had something to say about that. <laughs> but how dysfunctional does your parents have to be to be willing to give consent and you, you're 12 years old? Mm. Oh, that's, that's, that's really sad. And uh, she's, you said she's about 58 years old. But how I look at that, I'm, I'm so glad for this young lady coming forth. And like Shara had said time and time again, this is the year of rebuilding. This is the, the year for truth come. And you say, why now? Why, why now? Because of what all is going on, I think this is why she had the courage to come forth. So we, we're going to find so much that has happened that has been so wrong, so negative, so to the left that uh, with the, with females having the, 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 the sense now, not the sense, but the courage to come forward, uh, I am so glad on my accolades goes out to this sister because uh, it took a lot, and it, it's up until this point for her to come out. If she would have came out any sooner than what, what uh, history and what everything is going on now to dictate, no one would have listened. It would have it uh, 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 fell on blind ears, uh, blind eyes, uh, blind ears. But by her coming forth now where everything everything is uh, in a female right to stand up for herself, my accolades goes out to her. Hopefully, other sisters that this has happened to in other states, they need to come forward. And this is how you get things changed. This is how we make laws change because, like we said, we're sleepwalking through history because who knows uh, how long this has been going on. You're just sleepwalking through history, and people are taking advantage of it, you know, uh, the ones that are in power. So that all has to change. And I think this is the year, 2018, of the change, Cheryl. You have said that time and time again, and I just I just hold truth to that statement, that this is the time of revealing things are going to change for the right. So my accolades goes out to that sister. And we, and, and um, Audrey, as we look at this, you know, I would think there was a minister or a judge uh, somebody say, hey, something's wrong with this picture. You know, this child got violated when she was eight, pregnant when she was 10, and now you're trying to get her married off at 11 to the man who impregnated her. And so, uh, and the fact that we have people all around the country who are doing similar things, this just does not pass the spell test when it comes to people being truly able to... Uh, to think of this in a in a fair manner, giving away your child at the age of twelve and fourteen is just disgusting. Well, someone had to perform the the ceremony, whether it was a, a clergy or a member of the court. So they had to pass it, and uh, I think it was Regina that said, and that's what I was alluding to. You know, uh, the the parents are gaining something and or for religious reasons, 
Um, but if it's this, if the state allows it, if it's a state law that they can marry under age, uh, under a certain age, uh, with the parents' permission, then you really don't have nowhere to run because unless the law unless you get the laws to change, and I don't know enough about it to understand, you know, uh, what prompted that scenario for her. If it was religious reason, was was it something that the parents? Um, Decided. I, I I don't know enough about that one, James. Yeah, it, it's just sickening. Uh, we're gonna take a short break, and we'll come back and uh, let everybody have their uh, final say. We got it together, didn't we? We've definitely got our thing together, don't we? I mean, really, when you really sit and think about it, it's really, really nice. I can easily feel myself slipping more and more away. That super world of my own. Nobody but you and me. That is a
I am this woman. I am this woman that has set the expectations of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman that does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but create my own destination. I am this woman that maintain her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those yet to dream to greatness. I am the mother of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth, igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. I am this woman that ascends the expectation of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman who does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but creates my own destination. I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those to dream. I am the woman of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth. Igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. James T. Deshay, the host of Thought, Love, and Reflection, brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruptions. You know, today we are just talking about how antiquated some of the laws are and I have to go back and find some of these antiquated laws and bring them to everyone's attention. But one that just definitely doesn't make sense is that somehow a sane mother and father would consent to their child going in marriage to some kind of grown man. And uh, even if the uh, man was not grown, to give him into the hands of somebody under the age 18 would also should be criminal. Uh, it, it's just insane that we find ourselves in situations where uh, people who don't have their heads screwed on their shoulders correctly are giving such detrimental um, information or opportunities to people who are not prepared to deal with them. Um, Regina, what is your final thought for this evening? Are you there, Regina? What is your final thought for this evening? 
trying to get off the speaker. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to be off speaker in a few minutes. My final thoughts are that, can you hear me? Hello? I hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. My final thoughts are that, um, for me personally, this has given me um, the the thought, the mindset that I need to go and Google um, surprising laws in South Carolina because I can use you for as as an example, James. With this law that this lady has brought to your attention in Florida, suppose um, when your daughter was younger, some old crazy man knew that this law was on the books and he wooed your daughter and knew that there was nothing to be done about, you know, marrying her or something because you knew the law. I mean, he knew the law. We've got to know these laws or people are going to use them to take advantage of us. So this has encouraged me to to find more information on crazy antiquated laws. All right. Uh, Audrey, your final thought for this evening? I agree it's important for us to be informed and to take action. Uh, Once we become informed and knowledgeable, uh, let us make sure that we reach out and call our senators and our legislators to um, get changes made if that applies to what we feel is best. Again, uh, call our senators and legislators, and the numbers always provided. Thanks to Joyce. (laughs) All right. Um, Cheryl, what is your final thought for this evening? Very, very, very um, great topic. Um, I'm glad that we were um, made aware of this situation because now it makes us aware and of other things, you know, just like me looking up um, the laws here, but also taking it a little bit further and trying to find out those laws that um, we are not aware of. So with every, you know, thing that we do, we can always do more to make this place a better place. All right, guys, I so look forward to uh, seeing you all tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern time that we can talk about those things that impact our lives. I know that we got to listen to, let you know, everybody who's listening to me, you may not want to listen to uh, President uh, Trump, but we have to force ourselves to listen to him uh, so that we know uh, exactly what we're in for. It is important that we know it's, you know, we used to look forward to Barack Obama speeches and look forward to him inspiring us, uh, but no matter how dreadful it is, we got to listen to uh, Donald Trump just to know what it is we have to deal with. You all take care, and we'll see you tomorrow at 5 p- I mean, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Thoughts, Love, and Reflection. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. 
but it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me wanna.
So you're the perfect caretaker then for this place. Thank you. Yeah. Man, you got this place packed. The upstairs is so. Why do you think vitamins and minerals? And sure, always be you. I was the flavor. I was just so dried and cracked. I need serious relief. That's why I use O'Keefe Slip Repair. All day moisture and one use. And guaranteed relief for extremely dry, cracked lips. Thanks, O'Keefe. I got my lips back. Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee have voted yes. They will release a secret memo alleging FBI overreach of surveillance on a former Trump campaign staffer, Carter Page. President Trump has just five days to review the memo and decide whether to allow 
it to be released or not. Now, keep in mind, the White House has indicated that they want it out there. So, if it And that's exactly what's going on here. And 
very, there is no credibility to this memo unless there's an answer memo released at the same time. I mean, how are we supposed to take, you know, what Republican talking points and not see the Democratic talking points? And Congress historically, yes, there's a majority per force, but the minority is always, you know, it has a chance to issue a minority report. So everybody can judge. But then we go back to him, let's go Why is a Republican Party? 
here today. All of a sudden, a few minutes before, it was he's going to be gone by lunch. It was already past lunch. He left the building. Why? And the ball is now in front of this court. What is he going to do with the news memo? His spokesman is out front. Some people might try to tell you that this is an apple. It might even start as a joke. But when they say it's over and over and over again, people start to believe it. Until someone 